0: It is a beautiful Monday morning.
1: That's not a good start, is it, John? No, no. Let's say it like this.
0: I'm trying to apply that theory to any other industry in the world.
2: It's a scam. I was betting like 70, 80k.
0: This is the Trademate Sports Betting Podcast, helping you beat the bookmakers. G'day, everyone. Welcome to episode 142 of the Trademate Sports Betting Podcast, a betting preview of ufc 267 or i guess people probably like to pronounce it 267 headlined by the light heavyweight title fight between Jan blackowitz and glover Teixeira. as you can see i'm joined by two of the most beautiful people in the betting industry you've got top right hand corner (laughs) pro sports better jonas yelstad and then at the bottom of your screen you've got smart sports trader ryan bruno fellas great to see
1: you oh it's nice to be back you know i'm coming closer and closer to you now alex Ooh, don't <laughs> get me don't get me too
0: excited mate don't get me too excited for those for those who don't know no uh jonas is now in oh, are we allowed to reveal your location
1: yeah 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 okay i'm in uh thailand
0: yeah he's left so UK. uh
1: just waiting for the border to open. So I can come and surf with you. We can hunt kangaroos together and <laughs> start a koala farm. You know, just oh,
0: mate. That'd just... Imagine us. We could have a little sanctuary where we rescue
1: animals and everything, and it'd be so beautiful. I mean, if we could get Ryan in the mix, we can hunt crocodiles too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, without Ryan, we're good. staying to the nicer animals.
2: Ryan to try a bit of jujits on them, eh? yeah i don't know i'd have to watch a few steve owen videos i think i think that's your man isn't it really for uh crocodile yeah. wrestling techniques you've got to go rest with steve in owen rest in peace Dundee. Dundee. Yeah, R. I. <laughs> all
0: right we're all talking right. enough shit. uh people that we are live so this is this is great so people can ask questions throughout which is tremendous and uh even if it's not ufc related uh yeah fire anything through um and quiz question too. Uh, I thought, what uh, what is uh, what was Glover Teixeira's first ever fight in the UFC? Who did he face? And if you can give me the result, that's uh, that's extra bonus points too. Um, all right, let's uh, let's kick things off with a few of the prelims. Uh, we'll go to you first, Ryan uh, Laron Murphy versus Amir Khani.
2: Yeah, so I've I've taken uh, Macwan and Miyakani in this fight. I uh, got him at odds of 3.75. I'm not too sure what's available now, but yes, just sorry. when I saw these odds... Have, have you got there him you up? Go. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw the odds, I just thought immediately, really, it looks a bit too wide. I mean, Murphy's only had, I think he's had three fights in the UFC, uh, and he has looked pretty good in all fights. He's, he's a slick striker. He's got decent footwork. Um, he gets up pretty well. Like, when he's taken down, he scrambles quite well. Uh, and he does look really good, but um, Amir Khan is just he's, he's kind of a tricky guy to fight. You know, he's a UFC veteran. Uh, he's fought the likes of Barbosa and Shane Burgos. He's fought some really high-level guys. Uh, he's a really strong wrestler, so if he's able to take um, Murphy down, you know, he might be able to steal rounds that way. Uh, he possesses just some natural pop in his hands as well. He's got, like, jumping knees. He's quite explosive. Uh, his cardio has been an issue in the past, but he's, he said in his last few fights that he's really worked on his strength and conditioning so hopefully we'll see that in this fight so i just think it should be a little bit closer really i don't think it should be 3.75 i'd have him closer to like 3.2 3.3 range so yeah if you can get above that i'll just happily take it
1: what kind of price yeah. can I get for a sub for Amricani?
0: well you ask and you shall receive my friend you can get 10 at william hill you can get 9.5 at paddy power Fair, so yeah, I think uh, if you do a bit of fishing, you should get nine or
1: ten, mate. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think good. that sounds appealing too. Uh, like you said, he is he must be one of the best, uh, like, uh, or tricky fighters on the ground in his division. And I don't recall too much of Leon Murphy, but ten on one of the on a solid guy, it's worth a low punt. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a good bet. Yeah. Laron Murphy. So he hasn't lost. Oh, that draw. I thought. I thought I watched that fight back during the week uh, with uh, Taku. I'm not there. Off the top, Tukugov. there's some yeah. fucking crazy names on this card. Like, <laughs> we, I'm going to say a lot of names wrong, but yeah, Takugov or whatever his name is. I thought he won that fight. I thought he won the first two rounds. But I mean, I can understand. I don't. I don't know how people scored it a draw. I don't really see how that's possible, but um i think someone scored at 28 28. i might be or oh, oh, i couldn't Wasn't there a 10-8 didn't who got hurt him early on yeah they gave one of the rounds the of 10-8 round. like how on a from from my from memory like i don't understand how they could score at one of the rounds of 10-8 but um yeah weird uh that's scoring for you anyway but yeah i uh i got this up though for you he has the greatest uh tapology photo have you guys seen it yeah I've seen it yeah it's good
2: <laughs>
0: so for those who have never been oh on topology guy. before normally when um when you go to their tapology page it's like you know them standing on scale or them fighting or something like that but no Makwan and Kani. <laughs> he's he's, Mr. Uh, he's uh Mr.
2: Finland. Mr. <laughs> uh, was he like is, uh, that you, he, is that you, Jonas? In your poker days, was that is that what you were doing? Uh, like, just, you know, hanging out, surrounded by guy. women.
1: <laughs> uh, I let like uh, Dan, as I call him, take care of those kind of things. <laughs> did uh, is he? Did he like do
0: some kind of like the equivalent of Miss Universe or something? And he was Mr. Finland. Jonas, you'd know uh, you know when you watch those shows.
1: I, I watched The Bachelor from Finland, and he hasn't been a part of that show. Yeah, okay.
0: There you go. Recommend that one for people too, mate? <laughs> I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's go with... We'll go with Amanda Rebas and Verna Jandiroba. Maybe we can go to you, uh, Jonas, because I know you like this too, uh, Ryan. But uh, since this is something you like too, Jonas,
1: mate, we can go to you. Uh, I mean, my reasoning here is very shallow. And I usually go for the shallow reasonings when it comes to UFC bets. Um, so, Jan Roba, she was fighting that Murat or something, the, the big... Uh, uh, yeah, the Japanese, Marata, yeah. Japanese one, Murata. Japanese yeah. Murata and i mean murata was just fighting so poorly in that fight and she got a ko if i recall correctly she broke and, her arm it was fucking yeah that's brutal. what happened that's what happened that's what happened mm. i remember it um but t- to me it's like when somebody just comes off a big win and rebus i think is a very good fighter and she, i've always been impressed with her even though she hasn't had that tough of opponents i don't think Jandi roba's had that tough either And uh, coming off of a loss versus coming off of a win, I feel like usually they tend to, the betting odds tend to favor the ones coming off a bad fight or something like that. I mean, there are some fighters that just never really improve that much, but Reba seems to be very impressive and also have like a good mindset when it comes to uh, fighting IQ. So, yeah, that's why I would say I fancy her for those prices.
0: Yeah, she's, um, i think she's like i think she's ranked 10th or something but i think she's way better than that like um she completely dominated Dern a couple of years ago and um and i think dern's ranked like sixth or something like that but um yeah i think Reba's is is legit like i think she she's got all the tools to be top five in the ufc for the straw weights uh she's so well-rounded <clears throat> i actually thought uh, her to win by ko would looked a bit big because jandy rober was actually rocked by by dern dern Mackenzie dern a few times rebass is a lot better on the feet than Dern. yes yeah, she might not have the power but i could just see rebass piecing her up and by the time it gets to the second or third round jandy Rober's just had enough and and quits and maybe knocks her out but i don't know what you guys think ryan thoughts on this one mate yeah, so I like
2: um, Dern, uh, Dern, sorry, Rebass as well. Uh, took her earlier in the week at 1.73, so it's coming a bit, but she's just uh, she's just a much better athlete. Like, she's one of the best athletes in that division, and, and especially in the women's division. Like, uh, if you're explosive and you're fast and you, you, she's got high output, she just ticks a lot of the boxes, really, for, for being, like, a top-five fighter. On top of that, we've seen her um, grappling and holding her own against Dern. She pretty much stifled whatever Dern tried to do in that fight uh she's got more pop on her punches i think she's got you know she's got a good kicking game as well she's physically very strong so yeah i, I think she's a dark horse in that division uh Janderobe is good as well but i just think there's a kind of a quite a big athletic difference between the two and i think reba should be able to kind of control the fight wherever she goes unless she she might eat something big potentially but other than that i'm not too worried i think she uh, yeah she might finish a LA late or she she takes quite a an easy decision i think you know
0: Rivers pretty dangerous on the ground but i struggle to see how it gets to the ground personally i would say like you said mate my biggest worry would be she gets caught with something because uh, she just got a flat line by uh what's her name marina rodriguez, rodriguez yeah. yeah that was um yeah that was a funny old stoppage good old herb um <laughs> He's, uh, I've watched a couple of fights lately back from like a couple of months ago where he's just had a bit of a shocker, but oh well. He's, uh, he's one of the best, Herb. Uh, and g'day to, to Von Anders from, uh, from Istanbul. How are you, mate? All right. Next one. Let's go to, oh, I, I've got one here. Uh, <clears throat> prelims. Ricardo Ramos and Zubaira. Let's just go with Zubaira. Now, I think, zubara has been on the end i I mentioned this earlier i think he's been on the end of some unlucky decisions so laron murphy was a draw and dawadu was just a straight i think it was split decision or unanimous decision i can't remember i think both fights you can make a bloody good argument that he won both of those fights uh and i think that might be like affecting his price a little bit here i'll just get up the odds so you've got uh zabari can get as high as 1.6 1.62 on betfred there i just think ramos is a bit uh a bit greeny still i think he's like 26 he's coming off that decision win over Algio, who i didn't think looked great at all um and i think uh zabara is just a class above he's so well-rounded he's probably got more power than ramos um and just a lot more controlled just looks a he just looks like he's had a lot more fights than than Ramos Ramos is kind of a bit crazy the only worry I would have is that Ramos maybe they get in some kind of scramble or something like that and Ramos locks on some kind of choke but I'd say he's probably live for the first round and in that Algeo fight he got pretty tired towards the end um so yeah I mean I could see Zubara finishing him or I could you know I could just see Zubara taking out a comfortable decision so yeah i quite i like him at that price i think if you can get 1.6 or above i think he might shorten to closer to 1.5 so you should be able to get those prices Anyway, um yeah any thoughts on those fellas like dislike no all right we'll move on oh, then. I really <laughs> much,
1: no i don't really have much uh or any feelings about this once
2: all right i don't mind it i think um like you say ramos is he's quite a good athlete but his fight iq is really stupid if you watched him fight um Lerone murphy he was doing this like ribona style
0: oh, trip yeah, or yeah, kick
2: yeah. where you know obviously completely off balance and you know he did it once and i thought oh that's that's kind of weird maybe he's just mixing things up and then he tried to do it like three times and it's like in terms of fight iq like, the risk-reward for that trip is just so stupid because, one, you're off balance because you're crossing your legs behind you, and you're also turning your your chin to the side as well. And he did that three times in a fight, so, like, you can't... Yeah. Uh, can I could never back a guy like that just because that, you know, it's just really stupid. There's no other way to really put it. Um, but he is quite talented, yeah. and he's, he's quite flashy, so he could land something. But, like you say, Tahugov is uh, just a bit more composed. He's got kind of... He doesn't have that stupid fight IQ um you know he's got power he's quite explosive he's got decent takedowns he does get tired as well but ramos does um i mean fight inside the distance you know i don't know what the odds are for it but that would kind of what would stick out to me just because uh, both guys you know have quite uh, good finishing ability but i don't mind the to hook side either
0: yeah uh
1: you're uh, gonna get good odds on inside distance under 2.5 rounds it's like 2.6 i see at pin you can maybe get some better elsewhere uh, I don't know what the price is for to Google with inside distance because, yeah, like what five. you said, you, five? it's five point five. Yeah, it's, it's big. Two. Well, wait, no, very four point
0: no, five? Sorry, four point five. Okay. Well, but... look, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did put it up on my channel earlier this week. I just didn't want to give uh, give everything away for the loyal loyal people that are <laughs> paying me hundreds of dollars. You know, mate. <laughs>
1: okay i see i see i, so see, I thought i'd I just give
0: the money line mate i thought i'd just
1: give the so, money line but that's all right so it doesn't look like any of them are I, watching how can i contact <laughs> you to know about your mma tipster service and what are your results really alex <laughs> are you trying to do some promo for me mate <laughs> i mean if you're promoting something good i want to know about it
0: yeah but mate you already joined up so i know it's uh I know, I know you know all about it. Maybe let's yeah. mention at the end. I don't want to, I don't, okay, I don't want to okay. do self promotion okay, okay, okay. halfway through, okay. well,
1: it's through the. It was not self promotion. That was me doing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, um.
0: Yes. Let's, let's move on. Um, what, and then the other one we were going to go through is Magomed Ankhalayev versus. Volkan Uzdemir, and this is for you, Ryan. I'm interested to hear what you got to say here, mate.
2: Yeah, so is coming off that KO against uh, Prochatska and Ankalayev is coming off six straight wins. So you've got guy, like guys uh, you know, going in different directions almost, but just Uzdemir's fought a really high level of competition. I mean, since he fought for the light heavyweight belt against Cormier, he's fought Anthony Smith, he's fought Prochatska, he's fought Reyes... It's uh, fought Rakic and, you know, and he got a decision over Rakic and Rakic is, you know, I think Rakic is going to be a title contender. Uh, his fight against Reyes was a split where a lot of people thought he won that fight. Um, and me, and even against Prochatsky, if you go and watch that fight, he rocked him at least twice in that first round and it, it was really competitive. Mm, yeah. um, and then you got Ankalaev, who's just been running through kind of lower level competition. I mean, probably his best win is maybe Kutalaba or uh, Nikita Krylov in his last fight. So. And he has looked good in every fight, you know, he's, he's very well-rounded, he's got good boxing, he's got nice kicks, he moves pretty well for a light heavyweight, but again, it's just, I think the odds are too wide, I think, that because is coming off that KO, um, and you know, his record is a bit up and down, I don't think he's getting the respect here. Um, you know, he's, he's a solid striker himself, he doesn't have too much flashiness, but he's got a really solid jab, he works combination punching well, uh, and he's got really good leg kicks, uh, and his output's really good as well. Uh, and in terms of defensive wrestling, he's you know he, he held his own against Latifi, and Latifi is a, a short, strong uh, wrestler. So yeah, I just think again the odds are too big. I took him last night at what did I get? Three point six uh, with Unibet, and I think that's still still there. But that that price is coming in a little bit as well. So I think by the weekend this will be shorter.
0: Yeah, let's get the uh, let's get the odds up. Uh, one sec. Yeah, you can get 3.5 just about everywhere. But, uh, yeah, 3.6 you can get with Unibet. So I, I agree. I was fucking hell. Sorry, something's going wrong with it Checker today. Um, I, I was thinking the similar kind of thing. I was I was going to wait and see what the KO deck line was for that just because um, I don't really see a world where he submits uh, Uncle Iev. But um, uh, what I noticed in the Uncle Iev, uh krylov fight was – <clears throat> Uncle have, when he was like the one having to dictate pace when he was on the front foot front foot he wasn't that effective it wasn't until like he was able to get uh Krilov down that he that he actually did some decent work there but if you look back to like the kudalaba fight you know what kudalaba is like he's just like you know the most hittable target ever if you're a decent striker um like on on the back like counter striking and you know moving backwards and hitting I thought he was pretty pretty incredible but when he had to like dictate the you know dictate the pace a bit I didn't think he was as effective and Krilov was landing on him in that first first or I think it was the first round maybe the second round too so um yeah I, I like uh I think yeah I
1: agree Vulcan's probably too big in this one
0: Jonas any thoughts mate
1: I saw like earlier that Vulcan he opened a lot or he opened like three seven at pin and it's dropped a lot uh are dropped down to like was it 3.3 now 3.35 so i see some money coming in of course early on pinnacle is it doesn't require that much money to change the lines Mm -hmm. but it seems like yeah as it hasn't come back at least there's not that many that seems to disagree with it um i also see trends early on when things are dropping especially the big underdogs that they seem to keep on dropping um so I wouldn't be surprised if they close under three. And the reasoning is also the same if you listen to to what I said with Rebus, and this is just a bigger one. Like uh Ankalev coming off six wins, like I said. Uh Bustemir lost against Protaska, which you know that fight was sick. But uh Prochuska is also that kind of a wild card who's hit or miss, he's gonna go for it. And he fights a very unique style and high variance in terms of uh he, he's going kind of to easily either gas or get knocked out by the way he's fighting. And he managed to hit, and he had a good chin. So, um, yeah, the price is very tempting, I would say.
0: Uh, Jerry has to be, like, the most entertaining UFC fighter on the roster. Like,
2: seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the best hair as well, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, he's the
0: best hair I can't wait. <laughs> he, He'll be next to it. So i I was thinking the other day, like no matter what, we're gonna see Yarn versus Jury next. Like even if Yarn loses, I think Glover's gonna retire, and then you'll probably see Yarn and Jury for the, uh, what would you call it, the vacant title. Or if Yarn wins, Jury will get the next title shot. So that'll be <clears throat> that'll be lots of fun, especially if uh, if he tries to play with the Polish power. That'll be Oof. uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can take some of those punches. But um yeah i mean if he if he wins the title Jerry, i feel like he'll just go gangbusters there because he's just so he's so he's so entertaining (laughs) yeah you you, just you just can't go wrong with his with his fight it's like it's like gaichi like if gaichi ever won the title like i reckon his popularity would just go to another level because he's unbelievably entertaining but yeah um look forward to watching that one day Let's, let's move on to the main card. I mean, there are other f- fights on the main card that we haven't talked about, but we'll talk about the last three on the card. So, firstly, we will go through Islam Markachev versus the man Dan Hooker. Uh, do you want to start us off on this one, Jonas? You've got Islam. Uh, I think he's lost one fight in the UFC to uh, Martins was his last name, I think. Uh, and yeah. that was a uh that was kind of a flashy kind of knockout as one of his first fights in the UFC. And since then he's won every single fight, just grapple yeah, grapples everyone and ruins them. And then you've got uh Dan Hooker who uh, has been a bit up and down lately in the UFC, but he's coming off that win against Huck Perest, which was probably about a month ago by the time they step into the cage. So um yeah,
1: thoughts, Jonas. Uh, I honestly don't see any win possibility for Hooker. Of course, he has he can knock him out, but I think it's very unlikely. The odds on Makachev is not too tempting. Uh, Over/under rounds is not too well. I guess that would be the only five bet line I would be considering, like over two and a half rounds or fight uh, to go the distance. But again, it's not really tempting at the current prices, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Uh Ryan. Yeah, so I've just took a shot on uh Hooker KO at twelve. And the reasoning really is just because I think um that's basically the only way he wins. So if you look at his money line, it, it's five point five. Um and I see that like his decision line is what twelve and thirteen. So I, I don't see how his decision line is close to the KO line really, because I think like you know, they really the only way Hooker can win this is going to be landing something big either like a big knee with Makachev coming in or he lands a shot or you know I don't know Makachev injures himself and Hooker manages to kind of stop him that way so yeah I've just took a a small bet at 12 uh, for the Dan Hooker KO and it's just because I think it's probably a little bit too wide and it just gives me some interest in the fight as well so
1: Mm.
2: didn't um
0: not interested in submission by Hooker
2: <laughs> what, what's not, not anymore, mate. I've, uh, I've, got a, I've got a wife now, so you know, th- those days are long gone, mate. So, what was that? Think... Oh, jeez. I, I just
0: realized what I said.
2: Well, you're making a joke. yeah
0: <laughs> no, Oh, fuck. I should have run with it. I should have run with it. Oh, that was brilliant. Well done to myself. Didn't even realize it. No, but he's. Oh, you have being serious, were you? Yeah. I'm being 100% serious. I mean, he's got he's right. had some his subs back in the day, and I mean, he's going to be probably taken down at some point. Uh, if Makachev gets the, the takedown wrong, you never know. He could get locked up in a guillotine. He, uh, I mean, hook is, hook is dangerous all the time. So mm-hmm. um, I just don't think
2: he'll risk like um, going for a guillotine. Like, he, I think it's like if he's going to get a submission, it's probably because he rocks Makachev. Uh, and if he rocks him, I just don't think he's going to die for a submission because then he's... You know he's gonna put himself positionally uh, in a bad spot so i mean it, it could happen but i don't think it's that likely
0: yeah all right well fair enough i mean i i think you can take inside the distance that's that's still a, a still a decent price at a few places do um, you think cooker
1: actually can uh submit uh khabib's cousin really well but, but the thing is is that you can get what 12s
0: for for the ko or you can get nine for both so if you want to take the extra three for the ko sure and then you know go crying when he gets submitted mate then sure right? i'm just going for a bit of a safer approach here right
1: he's okay, got i mean okay.
0: yeah i'm just looking at um at hooker's record now and he's got he has seven wins by submission there you go
1: okay uh, make it. <laughs> I know I I just don't see it I I
0: mean I understand it's incredibly unlikely but I I just I think maybe if you're uh, yeah you're getting you're getting
1: getting basically 30 something in odds on the sub yeah because 100 divided by 12 is like 8 8 point something and 100 divided by 9 is 11 so 3 point something percent 30 in odds
0: yeah, sounds a bit right, mate.
1: You can't start doing maths on this
0: podcast, mate. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I tried you know, to do bet, it very quick at this. You know, you know maths has nothing to do with
2: betting, right? No, no, no. It's about scary. winners. <laughs> it's just about locking in winners. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, God. Um, what's Von Anders, what are you going on about? What is supporting Arsenal despite, Ars- <laughs> despite Arteta should be exhausting? What does that mean? Is he having a crack at Arteta? I uh-huh. mean, uh, who knows? And Rory, uh, did you guys say Takugov uh, three point five to win inside the distance? Uh, no, I think it was. I think it's like four point five, or I don't, I don't know where you are in the world, mate. But you can get you can get five in uh, in uh, in uh, what do you call it? Ned's in Australia, Ladbrokes in Australia. So uh, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the the main event. It should be the main event at least. Corey Sandhagen. Your main odds. Oh, This is just, I mean, this is just fight of the year written all over it, isn't it? Petey Yarn versus Corey Sandhagen. Odds, you can get Yarn as high as 1.44 or something like that. <clears throat> you can get Sandhagen, still get him at like threes, but I'm pretty sure at like Pinnacle he's moved into 285 or something like that. Um, uh, I guess yeah. we've we, we've talked about this a little bit already, Ryan, but. For me, I think these odds are way too wide, and Sanhagen should be. I would price Sanhagen something like two point five. But I think it's a, I, I think uh, I think Sanhagen's way too big.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like we talked Sanhagen early on, and the money's been coming for him, and it, it looks like it's going to carry on coming for him. Um, you know, Sanhagen is just again, he's just a really tricky fighter to deal with. He's got that range. He's got that output. Uh, he's got a very varied kicking game. He scrambles really well. He threatens from submissions. Just kind of across the board, he's just a really dangerous fighter. Uh, while Jan's a bit more composed, he's going to come forward. Um, you know, he's going to try and pick his spots and take his time. But if he takes too much time and he can't find, you know, he can't solve the puzzle, then I think, you know, Hagen's going to pick up rounds. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a really close fight. Uh, you probably give Jan, like, a slight advantage. Maybe he's the stronger grappler. probably got some more one-punch power but san hagen's probably fought the better competition throughout his career as well well especially in his ufc career Uh, and you could see in the last fight that um sterling was having you know some success um fighting from range uh and another thing like dan hardy pointed out i watched a breakdown is just the way that uh peter yan kind of covers himself he uses almost like a boxing guard where he's he's not really uh, completely, like covering his head, he's almost just like using his hands, almost just to guard, uh, and he, he keeps his head quite low as well. And with Sanhagen's like jumping knee strikes, which he can kind of hit from anywhere, is super explosive. Uh, super explosive with them. Uh, it seems like you know that's going to be there in unless Jan's kind of uh, attempting to do something different in this fight. So yeah, I completely agree with you. I think um, there's still some value in these odds now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, there was a couple of things that I that I liked. I mean, firstly you can I think this is like a really good lesson in narratives because the narrative coming out of the yarn fight uh, versus versus Sterling is that yarn essentially just dominated him Sterling took a you know almost like took a dive to get the disqualification and won the belt that way but the way it was going yarn, uh, you know Jan basically dominated him, which he did in the in the fourth round, hundred percent like yarn was probably gonna go on win that fight, but if you watch the first three rounds, sterling's uh movement, sterling's like diversity and attack, like awkward, weird angles, all that kind of stuff was giving Peter, I wouldn't say' giving peter pro, like it was giving him problems in the sense that like he was he was outpointing uh yarn I I I, w- I would say at the end of the third round you can easily make an argument that Sterling won two out of the three of the rounds so far I'm, I'm not saying that that's what should have happened but I think if you if you said to me that you know he won two out of those first three rounds I'd be like yeah sure uh I don't I can't argue against that much uh and then you throw in together with that that uh that Santa Hagen has those you know he he knocked out it was edgar that he knocked out with with the flying knee wasn't it it? that yeah, right? yeah yeah i mean and yarn yeah, got clipped twice with a few flying knees uh uh by sterling so i um yeah i mean i think sanhagen's way too big i think it's a great example in in recency bias and just f- people following narratives cuz sanhagen and or another one you can make an argument that sanhagen won the fight but I think uh dillashaw did so well in that fight and it was kind of dillashaw's ability to break up the fight with wrestling that made it made it hard for san hagen to really dominate on the feet for long periods of time and i I mean yarn could do that but i would uh, i would rate dillashaw's wrestling over yarn's wrestling just from what we've seen so far so yeah yarn should be favorite you know he could control here and there with wrestling probably got more power but i don't think yarn's ever seen anything like sanhagen before i think the best striker that yarn's ever faced is probably aldo uh if, if even if you just look back at his usc record like yarn's never really faced like a really good strike aldo is probably the best and we're talking about an aging aldo and i know aldo is looking great now but aldo's striking is um is not very over so it's not really i wouldn't say it's on the same level as sandhagen nowadays so i'm very excited about this fight and uh, it should be a cracker jonas what do you think mate
1: i think you're both wrong (laughs) i'm (laughs) joking um no like what you say makes a lot of sense and the fact that the odds is do you remember what the odds was with jan versus sterling they were pretty. They were a lot closer than this.
2: Yeah, like was he like a s- small favorite? Was it? Yeah, I think it was.
0: Like was Sterling the favorite? Like remember, yeah. No, Sterling I think, wasn't favorite. No, was I not think it not? Like
1: one eighty or something like that, and then Jan dropped a lot just before. I'll have a look. But, on Tapology, they have all the odds. I'll have a look. Of it. But, uh, but I think they've overdone it a bit here. It's easy to think or go into that level one thinking uh, Sterling beats Sandhagen. Sandhagen. Uh, Jan lost that beat Sterling. And I mean, I thought he looked a lot better than Sterling in that fight, but you made some great points. But at these prices, I think uh, uh, the three in odds is the bet. Uh, I think it's likely to go down. Um, so that would be yeah, my bet on this one.
0: Yeah, I just got it. So, yeah, it was near even. So, um, Sterling was a plus 20 or plus 105. So, 205 so it was um it was pretty close I think a good comparison in terms of like just looking at the odds for this fight is these are like the same it's basically or at least very similar odds to the yarn Blackowitz and Glover to share a fight um and I don't know about you guys but I would say Sandhagen has a much better chance of winning the title
1: than uh, than
0: Glover does so
1: Yeah, Um. I mean uh, Sandhagen was also a favorite against Sterling when they fought, so you you should expect those to be clear. Of course, different (laughs) matchups can be beneficial against different fighters, so it's not just that, but I I would think that this is more favorable for Sandhagen than it would be for Sterling, this matchup, but uh, all the things is going towards a bet on Sandhagen
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see where it closes it's one of those ones and I was when I uh when I sent because I I bet this at like 3.11 or something and I sent it into my channel and I was like I was like it's one of those ones where it's so far away from what I thought the odds would be like I thought it would be something like 2.5 and when it's that far away you're like am I I'm completely missing something here aren't I <laughs> so when, When you messaged me, Ryan, saying I like it too, I was like, thank God, because I thought I was like, (laughs) when they're that far apart, you get very worried.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, if like, um, Sanhagen had been given the Dillashaw fight, which was, you know, really close, it could have gone to either guy. He's probably opening at like 2.7, 2.6 in this spot, but it's just because he's coming off a loss, basically. I think that's, that's why he's bigger than he should be, but it's like, I don't know, that loss doesn't mean too much because it was like a razor-thin decision, wasn't it, really? So, yeah. just He got uh, robbed. Yeah, he got good. robbed. You think? Yeah. I, I thought it was close. He didn't
0: get memory, robbed. But... There's no way he got robbed. I watched it back the other day. I think it was the the fifth round. I think that was the contentious one from memory.
2: Jonas is bringing up the media scores, isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did Ryan score it us?
2: okay I it can't remember paid. I just I, I mean I had Dillashaw decision so I remember betting it and then just like hoping he got it um but I remember it just being close I can't, I can't say like what I scored it but it was close
0: I think I, I watched it the other day I think I had uh one and three for Dillashaw and two and four for Sanhagen and five is just a complete toss-up is that right John?
1: Uh, on the MMA decision thing 14 of that Experts had it for Sandhagen and 6 for Dillashaw. In order to get 2 of 20 to be Dillashaw? Uh, it's a robbery. <laughs> but it was uh, uh, it was very clear. Round 1, Dillashaw. Round 2, Sandhagen. Round 3, Dillashaw. Round 4 and 5 was like 75% on Sandhagen for both of them. So, yeah. alright. I mean, I it's Let's let's be honest. Numbers, like there's, with there's, there's a with lot those numbers, worse, it was it? closer than I remembered. So, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's Congrats. a lot worse and, uh, there, yeah. isn't it? I remember punching myself over not going for the Dilaçoa and going for Sandhagen, and then uh, thinking like Ryan sitting there smiling like, <laughs> "Told <all> that little fucker." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good. Yeah. It was. It's probably.
0: Um. It's probably. Oh, it'd be up there with fight of the year so far. That, that was a great I mean, fight. I, watched...
1: I was really impressed by the other show.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a shame that he got popped for EPO because he just he didn't need to do it. Like, and and mm-hmm. it's ruin really, it's almost like ruined his career now. Like, for someone to come in and do what he just did to Sanhagen is like just you know why on earth would he even do the EPO? It's just like yeah, it's a shame because I feel like now that he one must have been his doing the EPO is for the majority of his
2: career though. You reckon? Like, I I don't. It it wasn't just one fight. There's no way it was just one fight.
0: But I, I think that he proved in that fight against Sanhagen that you know he's fucking good so
2: like yeah think... he is but uh <laughs> he was definitely he was definitely using it before like watch him against Baral like that first Baral fight where he just uh you know beat the shit out of him for like four rounds his output was insane in that fight and it's just like and then he gets popped for EPO like a few years later and he says that was the only fight he did it come on that's there's bullshit isn't it there's <laughs> no there's no way no way he did it for one fight oh
0: mate lay off him lay off him but, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I reckon it was one fight and, I mean, and it kind of backs it up, too, that it was his first fight at 125 pounds. But, you know, we can debate this later. We can debate it <laughs> um, Let's go to the main event, the old timers. Jan Blachowicz and Glover Teixeira. Uh, odds for this one. You can get 1.37 on Unibet for Jan, and you can get 3.5 for Glover uh Jan this will be his second title defense after beating Israel Adesanya last time out and Glover I think Glover's on like a five fight or four, six fight win streak or something like that like he's just he's just he's killing it and he's like 42 years old so uh good on the big fella but I don't really see uh, I think it's I think it's very tough for him to to
1: win this one but uh what are your thoughts Jonas from what I remember, he is, he goes for it, and he puts himself out there. Yes, he got a big chin, but uh, he hasn't felt the Polish power, but <laughs> what I what I would like in this bet is I uh, in this match would be the under two and a half. You can get probably just above evens for it or and I think it's going to be a cracker from the beginning, and I think Texar is just gonna possibly expose himself a bit too much. Um, and I don't think he would want to go five rounds against blakovic And if he puts himself out there, blakovic is very likely to be able to knock him out, but he also might be able to knock blakovic out. I think it's going to just be a quick finisher by either one.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I bet Jan by KO at 250, but that's well and truly gone. That was on Monday, so unfortunately... Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet it at the current price. Um, maybe the only bet I could see now is if you can get Yarn by KO decision at like one point, you know, one point four five or above or something like that, because it's unlikely that he submits him. So, yeah, maybe something like that. But I mean, Glover's been rocked in a lot of those fights that he has on on this winning streak. He's been rocked in a lot of those fights, and yeah. The Polish power. I mean, he he took Santos like he took Santos' shots and took him down. But if he can take Jan down after taking those shots, then fucking all the power to you, mate. Because um yeah, that's a like you know Yarn's you know a much better wrestler than than Santos. So um yeah, unfortunately, I don't really see this ending too well for the for the. Uh, this will probably be his last ever fight. Ryan, thoughts.
2: Yeah, similar to you guys, really. I think it's a tough fight with Glover and kind of every additional fight he gets a little bit older and he takes a bit more damage. So, I mean, it'd be nice to see him pick up a a belt before he retires because I do like the guy. He seems like, a you know, just a decent human being in general. But, you like you say, it's a a really tough matchup for him. Uh, Blackovitz hits hard. He's very well-rounded. He's shown really good cardio, you know, like he he went with Adesanya for five rounds. Uh, His cardio held up really well there. Uh, And he just looks really good at the moment. It looks like he's at his peak. So, I mean Glover might get something. He might get a takedown, snatch up his neck. So if if you want to go with Glover, I'd probably look at um, Glover submission over anything else. But hmm. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to control Black uh, Blackowitz for five rounds. He might land a big shot, but you know Blackowitz has got the kind of tighter boxing. I think he's got the reach advantage as well. Um, so yeah, kind of a, I agree with you guys. I don't have a bet for this fight. Um, I kind of hope Glover wins just because I like him. But uh, yeah, I'm not too confident that that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. The only thing that worried me with uh, with Yarn was he got held up against the cage uh, for a long time in that Jacare fight. I mean, this is two years ago now, but um, I thought that might be. I mean, if, if you doubt that he's going to be able to do that for five rounds and get a decision, but is that something that worries either of you guys that Glover could just hold Yarn up against the fence for a long amount of time?
2: I mean, it's possible, it's, uh, but like you say, he's got to he's got to close that distance first, um, so obviously he's got to come into range to do that, and Blakovic just does seem like, you know, a much improved fighter, especially when he, he just fought Adesanya, so I imagine he would have been working quite a lot on his footwork in that fight, because, you know, Adesanya kind of glides around the cage, um, so, you know, Glover's a bit more plodding, um, so yeah, I mean, it's a possibility, but uh, I think, you know, Blakovic is good enough to kind of not get stuck there for five rounds
0: yeah all right. anything else fellas, or should we call it a day
1: um, yeah i mean there's uh this is a long shot, and uh I'm just interested to hear what you guys have to say about this the Tybura versus volkov fight I mean it's gonna it's two people with a lot of heart, but I guess there's no one with a bigger heart in the UFC than Taibura, <laughs> apart from Romanov maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: so you want to back Tybura?
1: No, I, I'm potentially looking at the underline there too, because I do expect a lot of fireworks between the two of them.
0: Yeah, the thing about type I mean, uh, what's his name? Volkov. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty well measured, but the thing with Tybura is like, he's a very slow starter. In like all of his fights, he normally gets... Rocked or slightly rocked in the first round against uh, against what's his name that happened Greg Hardy so that says a lot and also um, Walt Harris too so I mean I was I, I originally thought Tiberiu's odds were a little bit too high but watching tape on uh, on both of them I was like geez I just get the feeling Volkov's gonna gonna piece him apart um, he's just he's another level of striker I mean he went he went toe to toe with Cyril Garn for for five rounds. Like, I know okay. he didn't win, and, and it was a pretty comfortable decision, but, you know, like, he's probably been Garn's hardest fight so far. And we um, wouldn't say, like, gone like, completely dominated him. So that says a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, well, oh, see Ryan's you later, there. Ryan. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. Um, how about we go best, best bet of the weekend, mate? Your, uh, your favorite one out of everything on the card as we bring back Ryan.
2: Sorry, mate. It went robot like robot
1: voice and really slow, so I had to restart it. Um, so my best bet of the week, I guess I'm going to steal one of uh, Ryan's picks there. As, uh, as as we did agree on uh, on this one, the, the rebus bet, I think 163 or something. 162 to 164 seems to be the price. Yep. Uh, see this can easily go as low as under 1.5. Um, I also if, if you feel a bit uh, optimistic you could uh, go for her uh, uh, inside distance. Should be a good price. Yeah. And just looking around and getting like the market beating price uh, should be good enough for it. Just coming off of a loss and also Shown that she uh, is able to finish. I think she's gonna not let this one go to the judges if she and go for it if she starts uh, rocking her, which I do see as a likely possibility. Um, yeah. So I am, I would go for that.
0: Yeah, I think it looks like inside the distance at 4.5. So that's pretty decent. You can get it at KO at eight, which I think is probably a bit too big. Uh, but yeah, no, I like it, mate. And uh, Ryan, mate, what about you?
2: Uh, so, like, um, Sanhagen, I think, it's a really good bet. But that might be your best bet. So I'll, I'll also say I think Uzdemir is solid, solid value as well at the current price. Yeah, yeah, mine was Sanhagen too. And I
0: think, I mean, I think, like I said before, I think he's already into 2.85 uh, on Pinnacle. So I'd be snapping up those threes that we saw before ASAP. So, yeah. No, I like it, fellas. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. You can find these gentlemen. You can find Ryan at SM Sports Trader on Twitter. Find Jonas at Jonas Yell on Twitter. Uh, Ryan, your uh, your service—it's done a little bit of a a bit of a revolution, mate. So you've just gone for the straight straight UFC stuff, kind of. I mean, maybe you want to explain it, mate?
2: Yeah, I just simplified it. So I was kind of doing casino stuff like casino offers for uk residents uh, and value betting as well um, but i just found it was kind of overload doing all different things so i've just simplified it now so you get um just yeah straight ufc bets and uh, some in play football betting as well so over 2 months we're up like 16 points so whatever you would you know whatever your stake was if you stake 100 pounds per bet you'd be up uh, 1600 pounds so it's been a pretty solid start uh, if anyone wants to join yeah yeah
0: highly highly recommend for everyone out there uh and you can follow myself uh we can do some promotion now jonas mate you can follow me on twitter at alex vella underscore and uh yeah if you go to my twitter page you can see me advertising my ufc betting tips thing yeah i mean (laughs) uh
1: both of you guys have done very very well when it comes to the ufc betting so uh
0: a bit of rivals. I'm happy.
1: Man, I'm happy to sit and uh, listen to what you guys have to say and learn from you guys. And uh, um, yeah, if you want to follow me, I moved to Thailand. <laughs> I moved to Thailand. and started a new like content uh, project uh, called Overbet Express. So we're going to be posting a lot about uh, a bit about sports betting, but mostly about uh, uh, poker. And I'm going to start learning more about crypto. So as a beginner follow the journey from the get-go, how I approach things, when I want to learn oh, nice. things. And hopefully, it's going to turn into something cool. Uh, you trying
0: to teach me, mate. I can be a dummy, if you like.
1: <laughs> well, I'm a dummy myself, so uh, just got to start somewhere. And I think it's a good uh, project. It's something I, I see so much upside in doing, so I think it's uh, fun to document it. And if I somehow end up making it, it's cool to show that to others, how I approach it from the start. And, uh, yeah. Nice. I saw that's a video similar. last week. Uh,
2: you had uh, Paddy Paddy Pimlet was on it, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. You we were in we a casino
1: and uh, Paddy the Buddy was on it. That's right. That's right. We went to yeah, that was uh, cool. Asper's in London. And ah, uh, it right. was a lad Bible event. So we went there, played some poker and... Uh, patty the body, i was there also <laughs> isn't he your brother yeah, <laughs> uh, i mean i was I, I okay i'm not a fit person and uh but uh, really? it's incredible to see that the shape he gets in when he's fighting compared to when he's not fighting it's a big difference <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I was
0: it, i was listening to um oh what podcast was it? i can't remember but someone said that I think it was Michael Bisping, he said, like, Patty is, like, fucking fat
1: right now. <laughs> Already. He didn't fight that long uh, not, not fat, but uh, not super fit. And I'm just yeah. thinking, being so talented and having really a shot of making it, just being extremely good when it comes to... Uh, fuck, what's that the English name again? It's super simple. Uh, when you, you're in nutrition, uh, mm. being strict with nutrition is, like... That that could be the difference about him possibly being a, a title contender. Maybe yeah. maybe he can get the belt. But I, if I was somehow related uh, to him as his manager, I would just remove those burgers from his diets and pizzas and whatever the fuck he is eating. Uh, I guess beers is the most important thing to remove, actually. Uh, but but, uh, again... but
0: the thing is with him, like it kind of matches his personality or like his 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 fighting in a way because it's like. When he goes in and fights, he's pretty reckless. Like as we saw in the <laughs> in the Vendramini fight, I'm sorry if I botched the pronunciation. Like he got tagged, and then he tagged him back. So it's like, yeah. I mean,
2: it, maybe he's uh, just looked at. Maybe he's just looked at what John Jones has done throughout his career, and he's thought, you know, that that's the way to go. You know, uh, Alex's favourite fighter, he's seen him. And he, you know, cocaine, women, you know, smashing cars up, yeah. you know, slap your wife around. He's, he, he knows, you know, if you want to be a top fighter, you've got to look at John Jones. And uh, I think yeah. that's what he's doing. So uh, much I, I will admit, I will so. admit,
0: uh, the latest Jones incident has has got me off the bandwagon. Well and truly, I was. I, I mean, I wanted to get a nice little UFC poster behind me and I was doing a bit of research into into what to get. And, uh, I mean, John Jones is my favourite athlete of all time in any sport, but after the latest incident, it's like, I can't. I just can't do it anymore. Sorry, John. It's too much, mate. it scumb- helping much. Scumbag. I hope
2: Ngannou knocks him out. Brutally knocks him out. Oof. Yeah.
0: Um, I
1: hope the fight will happen. Yeah, me too
0: it won't happen i don't think no i mean i mean he's got to get through gun Garn. gun's favorite by the way for that fight is it oh. yeah i it, uh, i saw it on pinnacle the other day i mean i know it's like two three months away but uh Garn is a very slight favorite he's like 1.91 and in gun is 195 so uh, for those who want to lock up their bankroll for three months go for it <laughs> um That's all right dumb. fellas that, uh, that does it. Someone, um, so some, I mean, someone was enjoying this, this podcast so much that they thought we were talking about tennis until about
1: <laughs> 40, 40 minutes. In. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see Rory about the best I can see in Ireland is 2.5. We were talking about Thai how to I go to right? goof, Yeah. I'm, but we were talking about inside distance and, uh, that's the price for a decision. So, Uh, You could also bet him at KO. I see 5.5. I think that's better than if you can get 4.5 as uh, the submission else is like 26. So 5.5 on KO is a lot better than 4.5 inside distance.
0: All right. Um, I'm just going through these... um... Yeah, I'm just trying to go through these questions. I don't think we've missed anything else. So, yeah, sorry, Arvon Anders, about thinking we were talking about tennis for 30 minutes until you realised we were talking about UFC, mate. Obviously, didn't make that clear enough. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I think that just about does us, gents. Uh, yeah. Oh, quiz question. Glover's first ever fight. I'll let you go first, Jonas, because normally you get these wrong. So, uh, yeah, Glover's first ever fight, mate.
1: History was never my thing. and. For a fighter who was 43, I was probably even not even born when his first fight happened. Um, no, I no idea actually. <laughs> I don't even know if he's 43. It just popped in my head.
0: Glover, uh, yeah, he's 42, I think. Um, yeah, uh, Brian, mate, do you want to have a guess?
2: Um, I remember him beating up Carl Kingsbury. I uh, don't know if that was his first fight. And then he fought. I remember him fighting Fabio Maldonado, but that might have been his second or third fight. I think. Uh, but yeah, I think it was Kingsbury, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, you're good, mate. You're very, very good. Yeah, Maldonado was his second fight. So, oh, well done, mate. Do you remember
2: how he beat Kingsbury? Um, no, I don't. No, I just remember he, he beat him up pretty badly. But
0: yeah, it's a round a round one submission. So, well done, mate. You're a real uh, you're a real OG of the fight game. So so well done there, mate. Uh, all right. That'll do us. No idea we'll be, be back it. on. Well, no idea oh. when we'll be back on the channel. But it was lovely to be back on. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, I'm next, still
1: here. But next podcast, I'm gonna bring the fucking quiz question, and I'm gonna put you in the bin, Alex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we do what we. Can, I mean, next week is uh, is UFC 268. It's unprecedented. Two oh, he's gone again. Two. Um. Two. Two pay per views in a in a row. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, very exciting. So maybe we'll see you guys. Maybe see you guys next week. It should be a uh, a cracking fight. But uh, yeah. yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Do a quick rate and review of the podcast and subscribe to us wherever you listen. And if you don't care about UFC at all, but you like soccer and American sports, then start a free week trial of of, uh, of TradeMate Sports and start your value betting journey, gents. Uh, we'll have to catch up soon. Thank you very much for coming on.
2: Oh, cheers. See you later, guys. All right.
0: Fighters.